Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today we are in our fourth and final episode in our conversation on Project 614. We hope you enjoy. You need to start thinking now about your plan to launch. Where are you going to live? Like, what, what's that going to look like? Because listen, a lot of you, I know I know how it is. You come in, I've talked to you. You come in and you think, man, I'm going to be here for two weeks or three weeks, four weeks, right? I'm going to go right back to my life and I'm fixed. I'm good. I'm sorry, but if that's how you're thinking, that's not how it's going to go. I mean, if that's you, you're like one out of 10, if that. Like most of you are going to need a, a pretty detailed, specific plan to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Because I don't know about you, but most of us have a default pattern. We've talked about this before. And if you are not extremely disciplined, you are going to go back to an old pattern. You will. Right. I mean, I I need this highly structured accountability community. Like mine just looks different because my accountability community is my wife and my kids. I'm with them all the time. They know if something's off. Uh, it's also, and then it extends out to the guys that I work with. Like there is a, uh, there is structure around each of our lives that we allow to hold us accountable, that we are choosing to hold us accountable. This isn't like, so like for guys who are in like first and second phase, they're just like, man, this highly structured thing is the worst thing in the world. And I would encourage each of you to realize that the healthiest, most productive people that have strong relationships allow themselves to be held accountable to a, to a high standard. They put things in, in their lives that force them to uh, live at a higher level. And those things are called accountability. That's what, that's what it is. It's a it's reason other people. Yeah. It's a reason why in Galatians five, one of the, one of the descriptions of fruit of the spirit, right. Which is character quality of Christ is self-control. Right. Some people might think that freedom, like the most highly successful people are successful because they do whatever they want. No, the most successful people I know are very disciplined people, right? They're very, uh, they live based on a set of principles and a worldview. Principles being those things that I will and will not do. Those are very crystal clear for highly successful people. Worldview, the things I believe in. I believe whatever, you know, da, 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 whatever that is. I believe yeah. this, I believe that. My principles, I will do this, I will not do this. Highly successful people, those are those are spelled out. They're defined. And if I don't have that strong grid in my life, and if I don't have a structured discipline in some way, shape, or form for myself, then I can't expect that a healthy lifestyle is just going to pop in my lap. And that's what we're trying to right. do. And that's why Project 614, I know I'm getting a little passionate here, but that's why I think it's such a great opportunity for a lot of guys is because, yeah, you have the freedom, right? To A lot of freedom um, to be able to live your life and make choices, but you're adhering to a community and a standard that hopefully was going to keep you on the right track. And that's, what's great is it's a benefit to you, but it's all, but you also become a benefit to your, to someone else that's living with you because it's a reciprocal thing. We believe that right. Healthy community, uh, uh, it, it produces healthy community, like health produces health, unhealth produces unhealth. And so as, Mm. as you're living together in project 614, you're not only being helped, but you're helping others. Yeah. And it's, it's also, uh, I can make this promise. Um, so uh, part of one of my roles is directing project 614. If you are, if you live in project 614 and you're connected 
to the rest of that community, you will never know what it feels like to experience real need again. You will never have a need again. Well, that's a big statement. Yeah, it is. And what I mean by what I mean by that is like you will never be hungry again. You will never be lonely again. You will never need a job again. Those are big things. But the thing that the, the I guess the focal point on that is you need to be connected. There are guys who are living in 614 who are lonely. There are guys who probably need a different job who are living in 614. Um, but those guys aren't connected, but we're having conversations with those guys. So if you're wanting something bigger than yourself, this is a, this is a community that you can be a part of to never experience need again. Like that, that's, that's big. You're essentially just like saying like, I can't for the rest of my life focus on the thing that God wants me to focus on the most because I have this community of support around me that will help me through this. And it's not just for single guys. We're working on ways to figure out like there's plenty of guys um, who live on the West side that have families that are married. Um, and we are working out the tech, the technical details of guys who want to be married. So I grew up in a duplex. So there's no reason why if you have a desire to start a family or you already have a family and you want to live in project 614, um, there are, it, there'll be financial differences and kind of like nuances to it, but like one side could be your family and the other side could be three or two to three other refuge alumni who you're one. If you're just thinking about that, like that's possible. You, this can be done with families, something that inner, that hard living neighborhoods like the Hilltop need are Christian families yeah, loving their neighbors. And like, th- this sounds like really um, high minded um, or, but like the, if you boil it down, it's, Guys living together or just a, a, a family living on a street, loving and caring and knowing the four to six houses that touch their yards. That's it. So in order to do that, know their names, know their, know what goes on, invite them over to things, just loving those neighbors. Cause there, there's going to be issues within each of them. And the nice thing about each and every one of you in the refuge, you have gone through this 13 months or you're going through this 13 months being equipped to solve problems for yourself so you can help other people solve problems. So if, if somebody's going through it right now and you're having issues trying to get your driver's license, someone's helping you figure out how to get your driver's license. So once you get yours, that doesn't mean you're just done. You never think about it again. If you really know your neighbors and, and one of those big things that Jesus talks about is loving your neighbor as yourself, which means you address the people around you like you're loving yourself. So if someone, if you know your neighbor needs help with their driver's license, you can think, oh, well, when I was getting mine, I did this, this, and this. And then you can, if they ask for help, you can offer that help. Right. So that it, it's a bigger thing. So everything that's happening that you're going through in the refuge is one, one for you, but also to how to help you lead your family, lead your house, lead on your street. That's really good. Well, as, as we close this, this, this conversation, Austin, um, there's, there might be some folks that are, that are asking like what, how, how could they get involved in 614? Like just very clearly, what do I need to do if I'm interested in that? So could you give some guidance on? Sure. So if you, if you're a guy in um, first, second or third phase, just let me know, Hey, I'm interested in project 614. Awesome. I'll just make sure I, I, I put a, 
a, uh, a mark next to your name on my list of guys who are in the ministry to know like this guy's interested in it. If you're in phase four and you have a cell phone, text me and say, Hey, I'm interested in project 614. Either we'll, we'll chat as soon as I can, or I'll send you an application just wherever we are in that conversation. If you're an alumni who's interested in moving back, call me or text me. If you don't have my number, find an alumni who does and give me a call. That's the fastest way that guys who are alumni uh, in the refuge can get involved is contact me and I'll let you know where we're at. Um, that if you already are connected, if you want to get more, uh, I guess, grow healthier and become a connected person is there are um, at least quarterly gatherings that alumni get together um, at the church after a celebration. There's house meetings that happen once a month. Um, you need to just reach out and figure out when the next gathering is. Uh, it, and it doesn't have to be an organized one. It could be simply a meal. I know that there's Bible studies that happen on Wednesdays. There's outreach that happens on Saturdays. Uh, the best way to get involved is reach out to either myself or other alumni that you know are connected, but it requires you to take that first step and say, I want to commit a little bit more because this is, this is, we're wanting to paint a more beautiful picture for your future, which is real. Because the amazing thing is for me, project 614 is going to be a, a success when in 10 years from now, people around Columbus realize that the West side changed for the better. And if people start investigating it, they'll go to someone in the hilltop and say, what happened to the hilltop? It improved. What happened? And they'll say, well, these refuge guys moved in and really started changing things. So then they go ask this refuge guy uh, who's an alumni. It's like, hey, what happened? What's the deal? What did you guys do? It's like, well, you know, I had this broken life trapped in addiction. I came into the refuge. I met Jesus. My life changed forever. Now I'm, now I'm a part of Jesus's rescue plan for the West Side in Project 614. I met Jesus. The neighborhood got better. That's the beautiful picture that's actually happening. Yeah, that I'd love for as many of you guys to be a part of. I love that. I'll read it one more time. Uh, verse four, they shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastation of many generations. God, God is in the business of making things new and restoring what's broken. He does it with people and he does it with locations. And I'm just excited about your heart, Austin. I'm, I'm excited to be able to do this alongside you. And I'm excited for anyone listening who is either in 614 considering it. Um, God, God, uh, God has a way of, of taking broken things and making them new or using them to make other things new. And it's a powerful mm. reality. And I would love to see a multitude of you join us in, in, in being a part of this. It, it, it's not any one person. It's not about a personality or ego. It's, it's just about a community of people coming together um, to strive to be healthy themselves and then to be a blessing to other people. Um, and it's a beautiful picture, I think, of, of the character of God and of ultimately what we're trying to do at the refuge. And so, I hope this conversation has been encouraging to you. And it, like, like Austin said, if you have questions, if you, if you want to learn more, please reach out. We'd, we'd love to serve you um, in that way. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be starting a new conversation tomorrow. We'll see you then.